This is Tarot for the Wild Soul, a weekly tarot podcast about life, death, and rebirth, hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. Welcome to the weekly medicine mini-sode of the Tarot for the Wild Soul podcast. I'm Lindsay Mack, and this is your energetic download for the week ahead and the cards that are helping us move through the energy. So, wow, what a week. What a week we have ahead of us. Woo. Um, not bad, not intense, not anything to like grip and brace for. Um, just like very big. There's a lot of lot of very big players happening this week. Sun moves into Gemini on Wednesday. That's very big. You can never, ever underestimate the movement from fixed earth in Taurus to mutable air in Gemini. It's a very, it's not a a soft landing for many of us. And that is true of many of the transitions in the, in the, um, I find in the spiral of the Zodiac from one, um, sign into the other, like we, we feel them all completely differently. And I think fairly universally, many of us really feel the transition from Taurus to Gemini. And again, it's not a bad thing. Gemini season's great. Um, but depending on what we've got going on in that area of our chart or of our, of our lives, you know, um, it can be, uh, quite intense. So it's, um, there's a lot of energy, a lot of invitations for extreme self-care right now. And I'm talking about deep nervous system care. We're already all like fried on a nervous system level, all of us are unpacking these things or resisting unpacking these things, which is also taking up a lot of nervous system energy. Um, huge invitations to unpack, to clear, to step into, um, kind of a new cycle of evolution in ourselves. It's a, it's a very, very big time. And because many of us are already a little bit fried crispy, it is hard uh, with, with Gemini coming in so, so, um, soon, um, and also a new moon in Gemini on, uh, Friday, Saturday of this week. Um, Gemini energy is absolutely incredible if you're conscious of how you're using it, that there's so much to do with that energy. There's so much possible with that energy, um, so we want to pay really close attention to what's important, you know, the nervous system, you know, how do you calm your nervous system? How do you move from fight, flight, freeze to rest and digest? You know, what feels extra nourishing, extra caring, extra medicinal, do that and then bump it up a couple notches and see if you can go even further <laughs> than you normally would. It's like for real, it's a really important time. Gemini also rules the hands. Like what can you make? What can you do? So many of us are getting acquainted right now with our hands and whatever way, shape or form we are, um, really finding ourselves working with them and relating to them possibly a little bit more than we usually do. So, you know, what, what can, what can you do to help move that energy down and through you. Can you create, can you play the piano? Can you do your nails? Like this is, this is all really powerful opportunity to move that energy through 
a little bit and to work with it. So it, you know, we're all doing different things. We're all experiencing different things right now. You know, many of us are experiencing some fairly similar, uh, stuff. Um, and then there's a whole enormous part of the population that's completely different from that. So it's, um, important as always with me, with anyone else to just let these things land where they feel accessible to you. So it might just be that you carry with you the invitation, the possibility of working some of this energy through your body, through Gemini season, or it could be that you feel really, really empowered to do and work with like a lot of the energy and, and move with it and, you know, whatever it might be. So really just trust, you know what to do and, um, allow your intuition to guide you to what wants to be, how this energy, allow your intuition to really shine a light, shine a flashlight on how Gemini energy can move through you as a sacred service. I mean, this is magician energy. This is the lovers, you know, in Gemini we learn in the magician that we are a vessel for spirit. Like the nervous system, it's, you know, the mechanism of the intuitive channel, um, it can't really go, can't run without the brain. It's not the same as the brain, but the nervous system is a very big part of it. And so, you know, what kind of intuitive medicine could be coming through for you this month, you know, in this season potentially, and what kind of nervous system care might be useful, might feel accessible, might feel available to help to open yourself to it a little bit. What what might help to calm you to the degree that you can hear it? What might help you to pick up your tools a la magician and really let them be a part of what grounds you? You know, we, the magician is grounded and kept in alignment by their tools. And it allows them to actually channel even deeper and further. So that's a huge piece. And it's really kind of fun. Um, I mean, this is, it's fun to me. (laughs) I don't know if it'll be fun to anyone else. But, you know, the Gemini's card is the lovers. And the lovers is all about calling back into ourselves, into our bodies, what we project out, what we transfer out, what we give away, what we've put on another, what we've made into, um, what, what we've othered or who we've othered, um, who we believe has something that we want, who we believe exists in a way that we would like to exist or that, you know, that loves us in a way that we can't possibly love ourselves or that we love someone in a way that we're longing to be loved. Um, it's really powerful and it really does have to do with understanding, maybe not understanding, but beginning to work with this idea that you are the source. You are the one you're looking for. Even when there is a mirror in the form of another person, something you want, something you want to do, someone you want to be, something you want to attain. It's all just a mirror, whether it's here or not, reflecting some part of you back to you. 
And there's a beautiful sense of redirection that can happen in lover's energy and in Gemini energy, where every time we start to feel ourselves a little bit too far out, we can just redirect and say, okay, you know, that's there. I'm feeling this way about this person. I'm feeling this way about this thing, about this opportunity, about the potential of this out, outside piece. What is that actually inviting me to pay attention to inside? And I think it's significant to talk about the lovers this week because for those of you who don't know, um, there's a really wonderful way to look at the major arcana from a kind of a different perspective. Um, when we look at the three lines of the majors, as was sort of developed and popularized by Rachel Pollock, um, we can also look at the vertical lines. You know, there are seven vertical lines if the fool is removed, as we often will do because it's card zero um, and kind of kept in a separate spot from those three lines seven, we also have seven lines of three. So it's very interesting that the line that includes the lover's card, the vertical line, also includes judgment. So this line, I would say there's some pretty, pretty powerful vertical lines in this, in this set of, you know, um, verticals, but I would say probably one of the most impactful is, is actually this line that goes from lovers to death to judgment. And this has to do, and this week has to do with realization, with waking up, with realizing where the ego tries to first work with othering and putting things out into other people, into other things, projecting, comparing. And then in lovers, ideally, we realize like, oh, wow, you know, that person can be a light beam and I can be a light beam and we can literally bounce off of one another in this mirror. We can, they don't need to come down in any way for me to be lifted up. It's really just about me not putting all of the medicine into them, me realizing if we're working with people, lovers can sometimes have nothing to do with people, but um, it does have to do with redirecting something external into the internal. And then with death, you know, there's a huge clearing and we really learn what it is to actually have an ego clearing, have an aspect of ourselves that is no longer in service. We kind of watch it fade away. We watch it go. And then in judgment, which is the card that we are in this week, it is about and relates to a profound waking up. Judgment is a waking up. It is an awakening. It is a realization, usually a very intense one, uh, around something that we're ready to know around something that might have been in our face for years, around something that we might have sort of known, but now we're really knowing. Um, judgment is ruled by Pluto. It's the excavator. It's the excavator of the deepest soul stuff, of the shadow stuff, of the underworld stuff. Um, I don't usually like to use the term shadow work, but um, I know for some it's really important. I prefer underworld work, but uh it's, it's huge clearing, huge unearthing, huge excavating. And that's the energy we're in this week. And it couples together quite beautifully with Gemini energy because it essentially says, can you notice the way 
you put your energy or you give away your energy or you place your energy on, on things that are outside of you? Can you see the way you do that? Can you see the way you project or the way you transfer, or the way you lift other people up or tear yourself down? Or And judgment is the realization of those patterns. It's the taking off of the blindfold, so to speak. It's the awakening that happens. Pluto really opens our eyes to everything that a lot of which we hadn't even seen before. You know, it's a review. It's a chance to this week presents us and we're, we may feel this again, sort of collectively, but we're the majority, the the biggest way we're going to feel it is, um, internally. I mean, that's, that's the biggest piece for sure of how we're going to feel this, uh, on a personal level because judgment is wholly collective. And yet the impetus of it is personal work. Um, judgment relates to generations. It relates to very big sweeping themes. And yet the entire thing is condensed into the way that we view ourselves, the way we judge you know, the way we judge ourselves, the way we judge others, the information that can come from that, the stuff, the, the finally, like in order to move through the world, in order to, to, to graduate, you know, from Saturn, which, which rules the world card, we have to go through judgment, which is an unpacking of the bottom part of the trunk of our lives. Like what's been in the grit down at the bottom that we, there, there's been so much covering it that we weren't able to see it. Um, judgment this week, we're, we're working with a kind of an uncovering. And for some of us, we may experience this very, very um, minutely, very small. Like all of a sudden we're just like, oh, wow, like, geez, you know, I'm having this realization. For some of us, it might be a really joyful realization. For some of us, it might be like, wow, I've been hanging out with this, you know, this person, this, this group, I've been engaging with this pattern and holy shit, not in alignment for me. Bye. And we can just change. It's not change on a superficial level. We can make the decision and judgment energy and have it take us so far. We don't need to know all parts of things. We don't need to know the how. It really is a question of us being open um, to what wants to come through us, to really letting ourselves um, take back what we've given away, to realize what, you know, the image that I'm getting right now from my guides is really like, Well, what they're showing me is basically like a car engine running and having a leak somewhere and a leak that causes kind of us to lose gas or maybe fluid in the car. And it just, it's like, and I mean, here's what, I don't know a lot about cars (laughs) clearly, but we have to ask ourselves in that horrible, in the case of that horrible example, how much better could our car run without that? And if we're, if we're looking at like a trunk and if we're carrying kind of all the things that matter to us and all the things that really belong to us, but there's just this heaviness 
to the trunk that this density, it's hard to carry. It's hard to like, we're like, what the fuck? And we keep kind of doing our work, doing our work, doing our work. We keep cleaning out the trunk, but there's this level that we're not getting to in judgment. That is when we reach that level where we finally realize like, oh, whoa, the thing that has been taking up all this space in this, in this, in this trunk, in this suitcase is actually around this. And wow, I wonder what my life would be like without it. Sometimes our judgment stuff is so deep. It's so spread out that it's hard to even imagine our life without it. So it may reach people on a very large scale way. And it might still be personal to you, but it doesn't mean it's not very impactful to your life. And it might be that um, it's very small, but we're waking up. We're taking off the blindfold. We're not reacting out of fear anymore. We're not reacting out of, um, I mean, we are, but we're being invited to shift that. We're being invited up and out of that to respond from truth, to look at things from truth, to not be afraid to see, you know, to the degree that we're able, you know, to the degree that we can, to the degree that feels accessible. Uh, so you don't need to worry about like what judgment is going to be, like what it's going to bring forward. You'll, you'll know, you know, and let it really show you, let the card lead you rather than you assuming upon the card. And the second card that we're working with this week is something that we've been sort of talking about without really talking about it, which is queen of pentacles. So queen of pentacles is the self-care card. The star is the healing card. Queen of Pentacles is the self-care card. It's about empowered self-care. It's about parenting the self, mothering the self, fathering the self, parenting, whatever you like to use. What makes you feel so fucking nourished, cozied? You don't need to have all the time in the world. You don't need to have any money. This isn't a privilege thing. This is a birthright. What makes you feel held by the earth, by yourself? What are you coming back and reclaiming? And how can you deepen even further than you even think is possible in this week, in this energy? Like what, what is possible? How can you blow yourself away with the degree that you're willing to let your self-care be radical, like completely radical? Like what, what would be possible? right? So that's what we're looking at here. Um, Queen of Pentacles is about caretaking. It, it's also about caretaking the caretaker. You know, it's not only just about taking care of our inner little ones or the parts of us that are feeling really wounded and tender right now. It's also about caring for the parts that are caring for the little ones internally. Like what helps the adult you and what helps the child you? You know, they often both want different things. So it's, it can be very powerful to check in with that and just ask yourself, you know, what's, what's there and how can those two things hold hands this week? How can, you know, so often we go through these fucking horrific, you know, challenging, difficult experiences and, you know, because often care is such an access issue, we just, so many people don't have the resources, the funds, the means, um, to, to, um, 
receive care in some of the more challenging things, um, we can forget that although it's not a compensation for everything we need at any given moment, that we can start with baby steps. There can be, again, little things that we can do, little tools that we can pick up on that can really make a big difference in bridging the gap from where we are to where we'd maybe like to be in terms of our access to care. So it's a very big week. You know, we're shifting from fixed earth to mutable air while a lot of folks are still kind of cooped, even if they don't want to be, where a lot of folks have been working their asses off for, you know, it's there's a lot of potential to feel very confused about what to do with all of this energy moving through us and especially felt in the nervous system because the nervous system really feels Gemini energy. We have to channel it. You've got to channel it in the form of, of anything you can, even if it's like doing laundry. I'm quite serious. Like whatever is on hand for you to do, uh, it can be really useful. If you have the the luxury, the privilege to be able to take a socially distant, responsible walk with a mask on, um, you know, if that's even available to you, um, take a walk, move your body. If you can't, you know, can you do like, you know, can you, can you, flail your body around in an area where, you know, in your tiny apartment, is it possible to not even like make it an exercise, but just to like get some of it out of you, let yourself kind of shake or shudder or whatever you want to do. Um, as especially we move into Gemini, but also work with judgment energy where so much is being illuminated, where we are kind of checking in or connecting with this vertical constellation, you know, the constellation of lovers, death, and judgment. It's quite powerful. And, you know, it's really about reclaiming what we've given away. And in judgment, it's the realization of why we did it. You know, the realization of why we gave some of this away, why it doesn't feel as good to be connected to ourselves, why we tend to to off-put or offset energies that are really ours into other people, into other things. Um, and it's not a problem. It's just when it starts to rob you of yourself, it's great to have our energy focused on other people. Lovers is actually kind of a celebration of that, but it's about recognizing what those other people actually are. We're all mirroring each other. So as we awaken, review, check in, have that kind of last layer of stuff at the bottom of our suitcases be illuminated, we get to make choices. This is May is the month of choice. That was the monthly medicine this month. And holy shit, has it really been quite strong for me? Certainly. I know for other folks I've heard from, um, our choices are defining our entire lives right now. We're learning how to be more empowered with our choices. We're learning how to realize what's brain, what we think we can't control, and some things we we can't, um, and other things we assume we cannot. And the more we check in about it, the more we realize, like, holy shit, this is actually like I'm agreeing to some of this. Again, not not all things, of course. Um, 
you know, but there, there are some pieces where we just think like, oh, this is so, so subconscious, so natural to me. And then we realize like, oh, wow, like I'm, I'm agreeing to this, you know, which means that I can potentially agree to something different. I wonder what that might look like. So we have an ability, we have an opportunity here to really recenter, come back home. And as we do this realization, awakening, um, deep Plutonian excavation work around ourselves that essentially reaches out and impacts all of humanity, um, we're called into much deeper self-care to match it to match what we're doing. That's so important. It's very hard to do this work without being tethered to our practices in whatever way they feel um, in alignment for us, in alignment for who we are. So yeah, start with that. Just start, again, this is so sort of liminal. So start with just thinking about these concepts, what, what called out to you and what didn't what came through your knowing and what, 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 what didn't, you know, what, where there's confusion potentially and just be with it and just let it check in with you. And, you know, judgment is a card to really bow to, to work. We get this wonderful opportunity to do a field study with judgment this week to really notice, you know, how does it behave on a kind of a longer basis? What is it sort of doing here? What is it helping us to see and uncover? So we get to um, bring Queen of Pentacles along to help us nourish ourselves while we do that very intense work, um, reaching for care where we have access to and seeing what comes forward in our energy, in our in our worldview this week. Oof, so thank you for listening. I'm so grateful to be here with you as always. And uh Until we meet again on Friday, please take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening to Tarot for the Wild Soul. This podcast was edited by Chase Voorhees. The podcast art is by Chelsea Iris Granger, and it is hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. For more about the podcast, visit wildsoulpodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at Tarot for the Wild Soul. For more about me and my work, please visit lindsaymack.com. To support Tarot for the Wild Soul, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. It helps people find us and it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for being here.